I'm Allie Kaplan, and I am so delighted to have Grant Whitaker here with me today while Harmony is away. Selfishly, I'm just glad to get to see you. It's been I too know, long. I know, right? Look how cute you look today. Oh, thanks. I'm on the grad party circuit. Oh, really? You know, just guy go from party to yeah. party. Yes. You're like... I have to plan them out, like, who's serving lunch, who's got the taco truck, who's doing ice cream, so you have to plan your order in that regard. Oh, you're yeah, like, I mean, you're, what a cute outfit to be going on the grad circuit. Oh, Look at you. you. It's my little fairy. The boys are going to be uh, like, yeah, that's my mom. That's my mom. <laughs> Isn't she cute? I hope so. I doubt that, but thank you. You're very sweet. Uh, it is so good to see you. You too. And um, I did happen to notice uh, that your normal car was not in the parking <laughs> lot, and you did text me a warning to stay away. Yeah, from your little uh, cautionary act there. Fancy vehicle. Do you want to explain? <laughs> Have you had a major upgrade? Well, you know, it's so nice because when I work with philanthropy, I get to work with great car sponsors sometimes mm. so you know porsche minneapolis has been very nice and mm-hmm. i did a day of luxury shopping and you know took a great gal out to different stores we did like and it was like a first time experience she'd never wait, been to these places okay wait 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 back up what was this from when this was like a, a giveaway at one of your fashion shows it was so from the derby uh fashion show at the four seasons oh, okay um, with mp3 i was there it was really nice mm-hmm. so the scal got a little auction you know package situation and her prize was getting to go shopping with you it was and getting to go in a fab porsche sports car it was and it's a it's a beautiful like it's also like it's tr- everything's trendy because yeah. it's also sustainable so it's kind of like it's a hybrid situation it's oh. a panamera oh. but then we went and she picked up her gift cards but all the places we went to she had never been to before so it was like so a, where did you go well i took her to martin patrick and she had never of been course. there what'd she think she thought it was like insanely amazing and yeah. that tour was really cool then of course you know, House Slum is the beauty partner. So then we went to their new location over, you know, Northeast, which mm. is really kind of luxe. Mm-hmm. We went to like, I was like, well, do you know this place? She lived right down the street. I'm like, have you ever been to Surgeon Jane? She's like, no, I've never been. Mm. We did a little Fashion Avenue. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just was a really fun situation. And then I drove her through Uptown and pointed out, because she's an 18-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know Legacy? Do you know Les Soul? Do you know Combine? Mm. You know, because Uptown has still got some really cute stores. Yeah. And a lot of people Just forget about it. not at Lake and Hennepin. Exactly. Oh, dear. But it was nice. And then we were driving, and I'm like, do you know this? Do you know that? And she was like, no, no. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yay. Where does she usually shop? You know, um, a little more department store. Okay. And, you know, we like to highlight our boutiques. Yes. So what a nice situation to do so. Yeah. And a really fun car situation. Yeah. Um, I I can't remember if I said this last week. I certainly didn't say it to you because you weren't here. Um, I was in Requisite recently. Mm -hmm. Love Uh, Requisite. Yeah. Just like a block away from uh, Martin Patrick 3 in the North Loop on Washington. Their dress selection right now was, I wanted everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, she does. So on point. I mean, she does such a really good job. I asked Libby to be on the show and she's too busy. Well, and she's going to come on in a couple of weeks. But it's not just that she gets a great dress selection. I think overall, they're pieces that you think that are going to be timeless always. I mean, I think she's a really good timeless buyer. 
Yes. There are pieces that you know you're going to keep in your closet. Yeah, but when you talk about places, I mean, sure, there are still lots of people who haven't been to Martin Patrick 3, and it's and it's amazing. I, I mean, I don't know anyone who isn't impressed, even if they're from New York, San Francisco, totally. wherever. But there are some underappreciated boutiques in this town, and I would put requisite at the top of that list. Absolutely. That you should be shopping. It's not inexpensive but it's also you know in the realm especially if you're looking for you know a special piece their sale rack is amazing it is. and it's a real mix of price points and cool brands that you don't see everywhere no absolutely i saw our um girlfriend uh madeline Nachbar was out in a requisite dress last weekend at rose fest oh, yes. oh you were at rose fest i was not i just oh, oh, i was oh, on oh. the social oh got it yes got it got it um i had other plans that the weekend. way we can be 10 places yes. at once right? we're just nosy <laughs> and of course, this is another busy weekend in the Twin Cities. Um, the Stone Arch Bridge Festival is Which happening. Which is so great. Yes, great yeah. weather for that. Um, that's happening today and tomorrow, always over Father's Day. The Twins are in town. I went to the game last night. It was so fun. Fireworks set to Madonna. Oh, fun. The whole fireworks show to Madonna. Did you get up heaven. and dance? Um, I danced in my seat. I didn't want to embarrass my children. Okay, I wanted got it. to spend more time but with But I me. saw your chic little baseball cap and sunglasses. Oh, I got to represent, especially because totally. my husband is actually a Tigers fan and they won. And so he has to pull out his whole ridiculous Tiger oh. regalia. And I'm like, well, I have to balance this out by wearing something twins. How did the boys feel about all that? Uh, about uh, Rustin's? They know their father is okay. you know, ridiculous. Got it. But they're Twins fans, so you Good. know their hearts are in the right places. Yeah. I do love the new Twin Cities logo. Mm-hmm. I want that on a sweatshirt or T-shirt. I haven't gotten it yet, but it's I like it so as well. cute. It is. It really is cute. And I think it's kind of a good one for like a non-sporty sports fan. Yes. Because it's just cool. Did you do a story on that when that was when that was happening? We did when they first launched all those new so. logos. Yes, all the new designs. Um, well, speaking of doing stories, yes. um, some local retail news this week. Did you hear? This is kind of sad for downtown. Hubert White yeah. is closing after all these years. This store dates back to I think nine to nineteen sixteen. Because like the, it was what a run. fifty years, a fifty yeah. kind of a fifty year celebration. Was that last year? Um, I think last fifty year. years downtown. I think in their current location, because I got mean it. they're almost a hundred years they've got been it. in business. But this is not about. I think a lot of people are going to assume that this is about downtown, and it's well, not. Let me tell you something. Bob White has been through it all. Right. I mean, he has endured through years of construction on Nicollet Mall. He has seen others come and go, and he has endured. This is about he's ready to retire. And no, there's not no one else in the family wanted to step in. And he decided to just uh, pack it up after all these years. It's funny because we're seeing a lot of these stories. I mean, it was very similar also with um, Ribnick. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. He was like, I'm ready to retire. Yeah. My kids are not really wanting this. So. Yeah, and you can see how the next generation probably is sort of like, oh, I don't know. But right. let me tell you, I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate for, it's just unfortunate timing. Another, you know, uh, just another gaping hole on, on Nicollet Avenue, on Nicollet Mall. And a great um, location for them for many years. 
Oh, my gosh. I mean, I I just, you know, I've had so many conversations with Bob through the years of just how, you know, why he has stayed devoted to downtown, how he did it through the pandemic. And I think the answer is amazing customer service. He had a customer base. And even as trends change, you know, he withstood Mm -hmm. workday casual. Yeah. Business casual. I mean, you know, nothing stopped Hubert White. He evolved with his customers. Remember when he tried the pop up and he dined? I mean, he was always innovating and trying different things you know and he was the, the he was devoted to his customers and them to him well and it's not just that they were also really devoted to sizes mm-hmm. you know i mean there were multi you could be at any size and get a really great suit from them so it was also a really good thing to have yep um, he wrote, Bob White wrote a, a really sweet letter to customers saying, it's with mixed emotions that I write to announce my retirement. The store is going to close on August 1st. Right. Um, he said he's filled with deep appreciation and gratitude to all the clients, friends, family, staff, and industry associates who have supported Hubert White through the years. He said, as I reflect back on the past 50 years that he's been part of the Hubert White team, um, he said, I'm humbled and proud of the t- tradition of excellence and service that Huber White has demonstrated since its inception by my grandfather in 1916. However, the time has come to make the difficult decision to close. Please stop by and see us in these final weeks. Yeah, I mean, what a beautiful message and what a great legacy also to leave. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like you said, it's not about downtown. It's also about people just wanting to take that next stage of their life. It's hard to imagine another. I mean, maybe I guess Martin Patrick three is the closest, but but to think of another local retailer that would have that kind of, you know, three generation power, you just don't see that. Well, and it's also, you know, that men's retail, that kind of like store experience is not always an easy store experience, you know, it's yeah. hard to find good men's stores. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, anyway, so, you know, go check it out. I'm sure there'll be some good deals in the oh, final sure. weeks. Um, and when we get back, I want to talk a little more about Nicollet Mall. I was out there for week two of Downtown Thursday, and I really want to hear from all of you. There was sort of a debate going on Instagram, on the MSP Mag Instagram, about, you know, should this stuff be happening during the day? Do we want festivities on Nicollet Mall during the day? Do we want them different hours? It kind of feels a little bit like you can't make everyone happy, but let's discuss what's going to bring people downtown and why it's important, especially in light of the um, Minneapolis Police Department report that just came out making national news today. Oh, my goodness. So much going on. We will discuss that. And, of course, fashion trends coming back in just a minute on Shop Girls. Oh, there's an oldie, an oldie yeah. from the Tay Swifty. Are you going to the concert, Grant? I am are you not. a Swifty? I'm not. <laughs> I um, I not your scene. Wish her the best. <laughs> <laughs> the fuss about I like that a concert. little more bass in my music. Oh, ouch! Are you going to Beyonce? Um, it's on the list. I just got done with Janet. Uh huh. Oh, I have actually never seen Madonna, so we're gonna do that. What? Yeah, can you believe it? No, I cannot believe it. So, and Sam Smith is is on the list. We've got some tickets. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many great people, though, touring right now, too. Mm -hmm. It's not all about Taylor Swift, but it's it's a lot about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be quite a weekend. You know, I mean, honestly, she gives a a great show Mm -hmm. that we know. Mm -hmm. We know. We know. Um... Okay, so we were talking about downtown. You're listening to Shop Girls, by the way. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here today for Harmony. Um, 
So we were talking about Huber White closing, which is just another sad um, milestone moment for Nicollet Mall. Yeah. Um, But Downtown Thursdays is underway. Talked about it a little bit last week. It was the first week um, I was out there. Nerdy um, was rapping and performing and it was fun and there were things going on. And the, the biggest bummer was that it just seemed like not enough people knew. I feel like there were more people this week. I think it's a slow build um this week and they have different thing different things planned each week and you can go to mpls downtown the minneapolis downtown council's website to get the full list of what's going on so this week was kind of a sports theme and um strategy factory did a they constructed a nine hole mini golf course that was all themed around the city so there was a spoon and cherry hole there was a fauché tower which was like as tall as me super cool yeah um there just each one had a theme for the city and it's free and it was out in the middle of nicollet mall because on thursdays over the lunch hour this summer they are closing down nicollet mall yes it's a good test for should nicollet mall be free of buses going forward and there's a movement for that i say yes it makes such a difference when you can just utilize and activate right. that entire mall. Um, this week, my biggest complaint the first week of Downtown Thursday was that there was only like, I only saw one food truck. Because the food trucks are invited. They can just arrive and yeah. go right on the mall, which they never could do previously. This week, there were more. There were like three of them around right near the Dayton's Project. Nice. Um, so like, what is that? Um, seventh and Nicollet. Yes. Um, and then there were more down by RBC, um, by the Four Seasons. There were more down there as well. Tons of people out, long lines. Um, you know, the mini golf was going on. There were other activations. There was like, a, you know, hoops and win a free T-shirt. And there were just other things going on. So we posted some photos on MSP Mag's Instagram. I saw those. And I was reading through the comments and a lot of people were like, well, how am I supposed to do this? I work. And why is this only for two hours? And I'm thinking, well, I mean, and before people are saying there's nothing going on over. The, I don't want to be downtown because there's nothing going on. So it's hard to please everybody. And it's hard, and, I, and I just keep saying we've got to start somewhere. Right. Exactly. The other thing that I did this week is Lifetime, uh, which has a downtown co-working space. I don't know if everybody realizes that it's right in the LaSalle, LaSalle um, building. OK. What you, is that LaSalle? It is. Yeah. Okay. So like the building where Crave is and all that Um, fourth floor, it's a beautiful co-working space. And on Thursdays, they are opening it up. Oh, how nice. You can use it for free. So Grant, you could decide to go see what it's like to office downtown for the day. That's what I did. So I used that as my home base. I was able to leave my stuff, left my laptop, and then I went outside over the lunch hour. It was so fun. I think I might do that next week. You want to meet there? Want to co-work? I would love that. Let's co-work on Thursday. Because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago as well. Now, remind me again, isn't isn't there a free parking situation? Mm -hmm. Free parking at... Um, it is at, I think, 12th and Hennepin. Let me get it for you to be sure. Yes, there's at least one or two ramps that are offering free parking on Thursdays. The whole idea is just incentivize more people 
to come downtown. Now, the thinking of doing Thursdays, I think right now what I keep hearing is Tuesdays and Wednesdays tend to be the days that the most people are going into the office with Thursday right behind. Thursday used to be kind of a big downtown day and kind of the kickoff to the weekend in the summer. And so the idea was let's activate that day. Yeah. Farmer's market isn't happening anymore. How else can we utilize Nicollet Mall? How do we activate? How do we remind people that there's an energy downtown? It's fun to be downtown and there's you can work and you can play and do both. You know, I take most of my meetings downtown. I, speaking of Thursday, you know, I was with some folks at MSP and we were down at, at Riva on the at Four Seasons and mm, sitting on the rooftop. I mean, fun. just there's just such great things happening mm-hmm. right now downtown. It, it really is. And if you were afraid of the new the parking app, the new one is really great. I love the new parking app. It is so good. I just had a conversation with somebody about this the other day. I'm like, God, this new app is so great. Yeah. It's so much easier to use. So it's all listed at MPLSdowntown.com. Um, there's a category right on the homepage that says Summer is Better Downtown. And if you click on that, you'll see it says Free Plaza Ramp Parking. Um, which is 116 South 12th Street. Yes. That's the free ramp on Thursdays. Um, and then there are a couple others that are doing um, discounts. And there are a bunch of places that are that are doing special deals and happy hours and extra things on Thursdays. So I don't know how you, you know, I mean, I will say, as I was looking at that mini golf and the food trucks, I was thinking, first of all, I have teenagers who actually do like roam around shopping malls and who are always looking for places to meet up and things yeah. to do like that would be fun well, that would be fun it's to a go, good time at summer come on yes to go downtown get lunch at one of the food trucks and then um you know walk the mall do the mini golf do the hoops whatever's going on see a concert i did see some like moms with kids in strollers just like a different place to go for your walk to exactly. be outside so exactly. i think that's what it's about nobody's saying this is like right for everyone it's just like Remember that there are a lot of things going on downtown. And if you have an office downtown, what a good day to, you know, to make a plan to meet somebody. Well, and it's good. I mean, all all PR is good PR. Yeah. You know, as long as people are talking, that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, we don't want to um, we don't want to be San Francisco. And maybe I hate to say it. um, We can be reminded that, like, we're not. In the worst shape. We're not. Wow. San Francisco. Did you see the news this week? It just keeps going from bad to worse. The 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 big downtown mall, upscale mall, Nordstrom is pulling out. Yeah. And Westfield, which runs that mall, basically said, we're done. Yeah. I mean, it it's, it's insane. We'll explain and also tell you what's going on with Bed, Bath & Beyond right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with Grant Whitaker today. We were talking about downtowns. Mm-hmm. We're not going to solve all the problems today, although if you have ideas for Minneapolis or any other city in this uh, troubled nation, feel free to give us a call at 651-641-1071. So in San Francisco this week, Westfield Mall basically said we're done. They gave it up. They gave up their um, lease on the mall. Nordstrom has closed. H&M, Crate and Barrel. There's like less than 40%, I think, of the retailers left. And 
it's probably over. You were there not that long ago. I was. And, you know, I mean, this mall is literally like the hub that you're looking down when you're like at Union Square. Yeah. So you're, you know, coming across the trolley tracks. I said to you, when I read this and heard about it on the news this week, I had never seen more security mm. in a mall in my life mm-hmm. ever. Hmm. And it was really an interesting time when we were there. It was like November. So, you know, San Francisco, it's a little chillier, but, you know, just windy, not too cold. Yeah. Um, but it was a it didn't feel like a very safe situation to shop. Hmm. And we I think we tried to go to multiple stores and kind of walk around. And I remember being there, I would say, like. And it's heyday, mm-hmm. like when you just knew that it was a great place to shop. I mean, there really were great shops in there. Sure. Um, and it's still a beautiful space. It, yeah. You know, safety is a big thing for people. Yeah. I mean, look, the you know office rate has plunged. The amount that people are spending has right. plunged. You just don't have the critical mass that you do, that you did pre-pandemic of people downtown. Meanwhile, you know, out in, in San Francisco, out in San Jose, you know, in Silicon Valley, you know, you can't get a spot because right. the, the business. So it's not that people aren't shopping. It's not that they aren't going. They just aren't downtown. Right. And if they're not coming back, what happens? What happens to all that space and how does it evolve? I think those are the questions that the big minds are thinking about right now. And how do you transform some of some of that space? Well, and I think one of the larger problems is obviously when you go through a pandemic, that doesn't help. I mean, we have seen and in particular, I was there, I saw it in San Francisco and places like Los Angeles, Santa Monica. I mean, there are like massive homeless encampments. I mean, massive. Yeah. And so, you know, granted, we don't want to see people homeless, but that's also not helping with the shopping environment, unfortunately. No. Um, but, you know, we, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we do have to remember, you know, I think a lot of people are quick to just write it off and say, oh, you know, I don't need downtown. Well, guess what? We do need our, the downtown. Do, I mean, absolutely. I've said it before. It might sound like a cliche, but it is a heartbeat of a city. And it is the place that people look when they're deciding, you know, do I want to live here? Do I want to set up my company here? You know, is this a thriving metropolis? You look at the downtown. You, you know, do, and you course. kind of go out from there. And I also think about, you know, growing up, like well, long before I was working, I mean, going downtown was exciting. It doesn't have to be about, you know, just about going to an office. It is a place that, you know, public transit is set up to get everyone there. Theater, sports. I mean, Absolutely. it's a hub. And so how do we create Things and new reasons why people want to be there and support all of that. Well, and I also think that people have to remember downtown always like it doesn't matter what city you're in downtown. There are always really great hidden luxuries or things that you're going to discover or a beautiful fountain. I mean, it's the architecture also that needs to um, bring people back into a space. And it does. That's what downtown is. Yeah, we need more of that. So what about a drink? Would that bring you back to a mall that maybe you haven't been to in a while? What if you could just freely walk around sipping your cocktail at a mall? You know, it's funny when you sent this, I was reading (laughs) through it and thinking about it. You know, 
this is not a bad time to be a drinker or a non-alcoholic drinker. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, literally, I was out this week reading a menu and I was like, they were like, do you want a non-alcoholic old fashioned or do you want a regular one? Yeah. So, I mean, like this mixology situation is pretty good. I don't think you can spend almost the same amount for the one without alcohol. But why not? You when you sit down and you do think about a cocktail and having a moment, you know, why not have a cocktail and buy a suit? (laughs) You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Sort of like we uh, drink and shop online. Yeah, It's a cautionary tale. I mean, I well, have been at many uh, fashion shows where a cocktail did not help the shopping. <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about a story that was out this week um, in Richmond, Virginia. There's a mall called Stony Point Fashion Park. It's an outdoor mm-hmm. lifestyle mall. Um, and they are in the process of trying to get permission from the city to let shoppers sip their drinks. Because right now there are ordinances that prevent that. You've got to stay within the restaurant Absolutely. or on the patio. Right. They want people to be able to walk and shop yeah. and sip their alcoholic beverages and they're hoping that will help everything. But we're constantly talking about, you know, you were just saying that, you know, here we're talking about strategy and and all the different things that you want to bring or the experiential parts. Mm-hmm. You know, this might give an opportunity for really great seating areas and a little umbrella and a little this. Yeah. You know, why not? Could be, could be Grant. Um so Grant, how much would you pay for all of the leftover <laughs> baggage from Bed Bath and Beyond. You know, magic I, mops, yeah, linens. What do you think it's all worth? I don't know. <laughs> well, overstock.com this week bid 21.5 million. That's it. 21.5 million. It's a lot to you and me. Not that much when you're talking about a national retailer. That's what they bid on the remaining property and intellectual rights uh, to Bed Bath & Beyond, which is being, um, you know, kind of disassembled as we speak. So what did you think of this? I mean, you, you know, miss Twin Cities business. Yeah. I mean, but obviously, like reading figures like that and knowing all the conversations that you have and, you know, those journalistic ways. What did you think of this number? Um, I thought it didn't sound like. Very a lot. Much. I didn't think so either. No. Um, and, and I think, you know, it's sort of like some of these legacy brands we've seen, you know, like Toys R Us disappears, but then suddenly you see the name again. And it's like, is there still value in that name? I mean, I can't imagine anybody would want to. The problem is nobody wanted to go to Bed Bath & Beyond anymore. Right. You're not going to suddenly have people excited about it. So to me, it's just what's left of the merchandise. Yeah. The pro- I mean, I don't even really know. They they talk about intellectual property. I don't even know what intellectual, unless it's cons- data about their customers. I'm sure it is. Some leftover coupons, Well, perhaps. I'm sure it probably is. <laughs> I think when you're thinking about that, I mean, it's the rosters, it's the emailing list, it's all of the different things that you had. It's kind of that access to their shoppers. Yeah. But, you know, is this also a figure that they're thinking is a decent figure because this is a bankruptcy situation? It is. Yes, it is indeed. Um, so they they had 360 stores. Bed Bath & Beyond also own Bye Bye Baby, 
Um, and that there is some, that is sort of a separate situation. And it looks like there's more interest in Bye Bye Baby, which could be scooped up by, you know, Babies R Us or someone else. Um, but these stores are, you know, that, that's it. It's always sad when you see it's just like it's another kind of end of an era thing. It is, but it's also ran its course. It's always the same kind of storyline. It's like, you know, when Sears knew that they were closing or yeah. getting closer to, it's like, how come there's not more news or infrastructure or things to prevent these kind of bankruptcy, mm. you know, situations that happen I over mean, and over and over habits again? Habits change, what we want changes, the way we shop yeah. changes, and they just didn't evolve with it. Yes. Um, this I thought was interesting. I don't know if you saw this news this weekend, and we didn't even talk about discussing this, but. Um, you're a DSW shopper. I am, yeah. Aren't you? Okay, so you've probably noticed that Nike disappeared mm-hmm. from DSW. And this was part of a big decision that Nike made, I don't know, I guess maybe 2021. Okay. To really pull back on its retailers and really try to go direct to consumer. Nike thought, we've got the power. We want to control it. They were only going to sell to very few. I think they still had a deal with Dick's Sporting they do. Goods. Actually, they have really good shoes in there. Yeah, they do. Um, and otherwise, you got to go direct to get your. And, you know, Nordstrom has some, but I mean, yeah. much more limited. Mm-hmm. And they pulled out of DSW. And, you know, I mean, you notice it. You notice the difference. Well, guess what? They reversed it. They're going back. Well, and I would think so. I mean, it, we talk about this all the time. Like, specialty sneakers is such a market. I mean, it's such a market right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone still wants a really good sneaker. Why yeah. not? And you do think of places like DSW that you want to go to. Well, I think what's interesting is I heard some retail experts saying, well, you know, it worked during the pandemic because everybody was shopping online. And so it was easy. It was just as easy to go to Nike.com as DSW.com. It's a little different when people are out in the world. There aren't very many Nike stores. In our right. market, there's only one. In some markets, there are none. And out of sight, out of mind a little bit. And I will say that there have been times where maybe I would have wanted a Nike, but if I'm at DSW and there's something else that's on sale or available, I'm not that loyal. You know, I, I think a lot of people are that way. Yeah, and I also, I think over the years, I've brought maybe DSW. Maybe it's a little bit humbling yeah. for Nike. I think I've brought DSW a lot of business. Because <laughs> models always ask me, like, well, where do I go to get like a good shoe? And mm-hmm. I'm like, if you go to DSW... Grab a whole bunch of them, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a man made runway for you right there. Uh, you put your shoe on, you walk up and down the aisle. Is this where we can find you on Tuesdays? Of course, threading always. your stuff down At the aisles of DSW. Yes. Okay, you know. I'll be there. I'll be looking. But it is a great situation. You do have a full runway there in every yeah. aisle. Well, as a shopper, I was glad to hear they were coming back, and I just thought it was really interesting that even with the power of Nike, I think maybe maybe they realized that not being quite as visible or available people are returning to stores and if you're not there they're maybe going to buy something else but it's also a good way for them to have their specialty sneakers in other stores and kind of pull more of their mass lines back into dsw i think it's a good thing yes you know yes and you get a good deal there always always usually once in a while you have to check there are a couple brands i've noticed that it's like all it's like maybe a few dollars off of but you know what sometimes you get some of those kind of more fashiony funky situations like on sale always Mm -hmm. 
what um which of these sort of um discount stores are you do you think is doing the best right now nordstrom rack tj maxx i know you hit them all where you know, are you finding the best stuff this summer i still think a tj maxx is a really great place to shop because yeah. especially when they've got that runway situation you can i mean because that merchandise is constantly turning over mm-hmm. i mean constantly and you know they do you know they kind of wait after sunday give them time on monday Go on a Tuesday, Wednesday, you're going to get really good stock. I mean, locally, of course, like one of the best ones is at Knollwood Mall. I mean, that runway section is always turning stuff over. And ru- the runway section is where they have designer brands. Yes. I mean, and- I have literally had people steal things out of my cart. <laughs> I caught a woman once, like all of a sudden I had a really great Moschino coat and, and all of a sudden it was gone. And I walked into a boutique the next week and she was, there was that coat and there was the woman. No way. And I said, you stole my coat. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I thought the cart was just and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's an excuse. (laughs) But they do. They do such a great job. You know, Nordstrom's Rack, of course, does a great job. But you know that there's going to be it's more their brands Mm -hmm. where a TJ Maxx and a runway situation. They're bringing Mm. in stuff that's more global. Good advice. Good advice. And that will lead right into our next segment. We're going to take a look at some trends. Lots of things popping this summer. And we will discuss whose look it really is. That's next on Shop Girls. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here today. Lucky us because we're talking about how to do naked dressing, the he halter, Gwyneth's daughter recreating her looks, and much more. That's right. It's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? I can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask Can I ask you something? Whose Look Is It Anyway? Well, I feel, Grant, that since you're here mm-hmm. and since you are a man, mm-hmm. we should start with, I just like saying it, this could be the, the most fun trend of the summer, the he halter. Yes. Have you seen this? Um, I have seen it. And then, of course, I got refreshed this morning on it. Timothy Chalamet uh, was out at the Venice Film Festival wearing... Um, Kind of, I mean, it almost just looks like he's got a scarf wrapped around his neck, except I guess it actually did connect to, or was tucked in. Basically, it's a halter top for men. Yeah. How do we feel? Are you going to be wearing this? No. 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 And I I like my arms. I like like my chest. Good, good. You should. But no. Do we think this is, I mean, do you even think Timothy Chalamet looks good in it? Well, yeah, he kind of does look good. Let's be honest. You know, it's, um, is this one of those red carpet only don't try this at home? I can't imagine a man just like walking around a city. Imagine just going to Target. It looks like somebody, um, went to the Magic Mike show Mm -hmm. and said, Let's create some fashion. Yes. You know, <laughs> you're like, you're like, I thought I was getting a little bit more butch magic Mike today. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's a little bit a lot. Yeah. It's a little a lot. It is. And I mean, look, there's a lot of gender fluidity in dressing. And I, you know, I'm not, you know, may, it could work for some. You know some. who would have looked really good in this? Who? Prince. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, this is very, it is very Prince-like, mm-hmm. but only Prince could pull that off. But again, it's the idea of, you know, halter style, so open back yeah. and just sort of a twist tie right. in the front, not something that you've often seen shown on a, you know, men's runway, men's collection, but it's having a moment. Yes. So guys, if you've always wanted to try this look, this could be your season. Yeah. Maybe not something for the grocery store. Maybe not. Maybe not. Depending on where you grocery shop, though. Could be. You never know. Yes. Um, I'm a little sad that Harmony isn't here for this one because she is on a tear against <laughs> naked dressing. She loathes. She is. Loathes oh my God. the She's naked like, dressing. I hate it. Yes. Um, and it won't go away. It right. won't go away. And the Wall Street Journal this week had a story about how to do the cutouts, the sheer dresses, the no pants. Yeah. Should we mortal citizens try any of these trends that we see the celebs doing? What is your big take on this? I I think it depends on the undergarment. And the moment. Mm-hmm. That's a really good way of putting it. And I've tried to discuss this with your mother. Mm-hmm. And of mm-hmm. course, she's like, just get out of here. Because, right. you know, I mean, even your your mom is like a big Riri fan. Yes. And she's like, I didn't even like her naked moment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's a it could be a fun resort boating situation. Mm-hmm. Um, could be a very elegant evening situation if it's done sheer and done correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that one need to expose the body yeah. fully with like this naked sheer kind of look, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a lot sometimes. What about cutouts? Now here, the thing I would say mm. about this is you can say, oh no, but there are so many dresses being shown and you can look on the racks and think, oh, that's cute. And then you realize the sides are cut out. Who needs that? But do you remember at the Derby, I showed a polka dot dress. It was like beautifully like beigey brown with black polka dots with a matching hat. Mm -hmm. And then there were cutouts on the side. I, everyone said, favorite look, favorite look, favorite look, favorite look. You know, that was really classy and it was sophisticated and had a great peplum in the skirt. Would you put that on a woman of any age? You know what I would do is, let's say you were insecure about your back, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That with like a really great bodysuit and the dress, oh, it would be the bomb. Mm. You know, it's more about the silhouette and how one works with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it can be a very flattering situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's the whole bra with wide leg <laughs> oversized trousers. That's mm-hmm. also continuing to to trend. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Wall Street Journal basically suggests they talk to women in their 40s and beyond. And if it works for you, great. Yeah. I mean, I think if Go you forth. if you love a like a, you could do a cute little cardigan over it and have a little midsection moment if you like that. Sure, mm-hmm. why not? If you like that. Yeah. It's all about if you like that. Now, this no pants business mm-hmm. that we have seen some celebrities doing, like they just ran out for their morning coffee. Somehow they remembered to put on heels, but forgot to put on pants. Yeah. <laughs> the stylists that were interviewed for the story said novices need not apply. Mm-hmm. Like, this is maybe a little advanced for most of us that it can look very much like you just forgot your pants. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you are determined to do this trend, you need to make sure that you are that your art outfit is complete, that you are accessorized, that it looks intentional.
And that is very true. I also think it's not an everyday outfit. It could be a great pride outfit if you're out at the parade mm, with yes. a good boot and a good bag and a sure. nice hat. Sure, who needs pants? But yes. it is true. Like, if you're going to do something like that, make sure it is an ensemble. Yes. You know? Did you... Oh, shoot. Okay, you know what? We'll talk about Gwyneth and Apple when we get back. We'll also take your questions. We're going to talk beauty. We've got so much more coming up. Don't go away. Another hour of Shop Girls right after the news.